Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! Look at me, short. I'm the captain now. Welcome to the Supercoach Co-Captains Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Supercoach Co-Captains Podcast. We're doing another speed run this round. I am one of your hosts, Dano, and with me as always, we have Pato. Welcome, Pato. Yes, hello, Dano. Hello, listeners. Keen to jump into another one. Yeah, fucking interesting round. But anyway, last round, our round winner was James with uh, Turkle Tones is his team name. He scored 2,670 in the group. Uh, he had Dacos, Doherty. Who else did he have, Pato? Yeah, not quite the number one rank like last week, but 107th for the round is a great effort. So well done, Turkle Tones. But uh, yeah, Sinclair, Dacos, Doherty, Ryan in defence, which is a little bit PODish, which I love to see. Mm. Uh, Rory lead captain, that's uh, that was no brainer, Dana. I'm sure you went with that as well. Um, <laughs> had Clary, Neil. Yep, yep. <laughs> Trucker um, in his mids. Max Gaunt and Jared Witts, which um, is a great ruck duo if you have them. Um, Heaney Dunkley up forward. Butters up forward, which is interesting. Um, yeah, no, nothing too out of the ordinary, but a few nice little PODs in there. Now, we're going to focus this round um, of trades on Patrick Cripps in a really weird scenario. So, Pat, uh, sorry, Patty, Patty, Pato. <laughs> Can you summarize what the fuck happened on the weekend for us and why we're looking at this right now? Uh, yeah, Paddy Cripps had a bit of a bump on uh, Calamachi. Got him high, rubbed him out of the game. AFL ruled it two weeks. Um, they appealed that decision. Sorry, not the AFL. The MRO appealed. Uh, fucking spit it out, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Yep. For those listening at home, I've just accidentally drank straight alcohol and I meant to mix it. Um, so bleh. anyway, um, <laughs> MRO ruled two weeks. They appealed it. AFL said, nah, two weeks. You fucked him up. He's going to miss this week. Um, we uphold it. And they appealed the appeal, which is super strange. And Paddy Cripps has been named, which is crazy. It's mm. crazy to see the green dot on him. But we are going to assume that it gets upheld and he will miss this weekend because I can't see them coming this late into the week and turning around their decision, Dana. Well, I'm keeping a close eye on it. So um, the AFL speaking right now as we're doing this podcast. So we'll start off with some trading options for Patrick Cripps and I'll keep you guys updated, even though you will know by the time this is fucking released what the fuck's happening because we're recording on a Thursday night after the teams have been named. So trading options for Patty Cripps around 550 to 600K. Mark, the first one we've got is Darcy Parish at 560k, Pato. Why why is Parish a good option? Um, I think he's probably the pick of the bunch if you've got a little bit of cash in your salary. Um, got a decent enough matchup this week against Port Adelaide. Um, pretty much a dead rubber for both teams. So I can't see Port Adelaide running a hard tag. And if they do, that will be on merit, not parish. So I, I think he's good for sort of 110, 120 this week. And then in round 23, he's got the Tigers who he dropped 170 on last time they played um, and something ridiculous last year as well in that same dream time matchup. So Parrish at 560K, I think is a great option. I think it's only five or so K more than Patrick Cripps. So really logical sideways little trade there. The only thing is if mm-hmm. he gets a slight niggle, um, he's not playing around 23, they're not going to risk him. So 
take it what you will. Um, I think I prefer to go for someone that might be fighting for a final spot, um, even though I'm probably going to trade in someone that's not. So I've just contradicted myself. But I think Parrish <laughs> is a great option. 120 on his return from his six weeks off. Another good option is Sam Walsh if Patrick Cripps is out. So he's 574K. Um, he, his scoring potential's there. He'll be the main, pretty much the main man for them with Hewitt out as well as Cripps out. So he'll have to fucking lift. And we know his ceiling, Pato. He can go at 180 easy. So, but the question is, can he lift Carlton to essentially get to finals? And will that reflect in yeah, the super coach? We know how good Sammy Walsh is, even in his third year. Um, unbelievable talent. Yep. Really strange. He's been doing some tagging roles in the last couple of weeks, which is really strange. Um, but he's pretty much filling that void of George Hewitt, who was kind of the negating guy. Um, I think, yeah, if they're serious about making finals, Walsh has got to be the midfielder that does it all for them. Yeah. And I think we can see a couple of performances that might mirror his last year, Dana, where he was popping out 140s. I think that is what he'll do the last couple of weeks. Now, he's got a tough-ish matchup this week against Melbourne. He may get a little bit of attention, um, but that round 23 is juicy as fuck, Dano. Um, Collingwood don't pay attention to the opposition at all. Um, Walsh dropped a 123 earlier this year in round 11. Um and last year just had a lady 193 yeah. playing that uh, midfield role. So I think I, I'm not going to say he's going to score 190, but it wouldn't surprise me if he goes sort of a 140, 150 plus in at least round 23 um, and could be clutch for your league grand final if you make it. So mm-hmm. a little bit of a gut call here, but I feel like Walsh, if Carlton are going to make finals, they've got to win one or two. They've got re- two really tough games. Um and I think Walsh is going to be have to be the guy. Hewitt and Cripps both ruled out for the rest of the year. Um, yeah. It's not going to be Adam Chera. Um, he'll probably play that negating role, and I think it's got to be Walsh to lift. Now, speaking of gut feels, I'm going to fuck up your run sheet here, and I'm going to put one of the guys that's definitely on here that was a gut feel. That's Ben Cunnington. You've put him on the run sheet at 591K. He's got Adelaide and Gold Coast in the next two. He only got 18 disposals, though, in the VFL, mate. He's... It's a bit risky, but why? Why Jeez, you... right. we're, we're just yeah. skipping a couple of picks here. That's why I just said I'm going to chuck Ben Cunnington up and fuck up your run sheet for you because I oh, want a nice okay. segue. Fair enough. Because <laughs> you said gut feel, and I feel like this is a gut feel for you. It is. It is. Um, look, it's hard to convince people that it's going to happen. Um, however, we know Cunnington's ceiling. Trying to find some time on ground stats, but I can't find anything. Um, but I have a feeling he wouldn't have played 100% of game time in that 18 disposals in the VFL. Yeah, 591K, he is not cheap, but that run home is ridiculously good for a midfielder. Um, and maybe Luke Davies Uniac is maybe the smarter pick here mm-hmm. if you're going to target someone on that run who I haven't put in the run sheet, by the way. Um, but this is a massive Hail Mary. Like, this is – you're throwing it from three quarter court to try and get a three um, on the buzzer with a second to go in basketball. Like, this is your home run. This is, like – I'm going to stop throwing the sports analogies out. But uh, <laughs> high risk, very high risk. But Ben Cunnington has a really high ceiling. 
speaking of someone else who has a high ceiling, Christian Petrarca, five nine. No, K. I want to. You've got to throw something. <laughs> you have to throw something in here, Dano. You were going to start Ben Cunnington this year. I know you like Ben Cunnington. Yeah, and then he got ball cancer. Yeah, yeah like he did uh, last year, and you were still going to start him this year. It, yeah, oh, I, I feel like he's going to have an ease in. He's going to ease on in. And I don't think 591K justifies someone who's got they've, two games to ease in. They've dropped Hugh Greenwood. <clears throat> He's playing midfield, bro. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's also his first game back. But then again, All if right, you go so 180, ne- you probably go so 180 next week, next week, just remember, <laughs> everyone listening, you're all witness. Just remember when Ben Cunnington drops 160 on Adelaide this week, I said one eight. I told you so. <laughs> okay. And when he goes sub 100, you can say, Dano told you so. Um, Christian Petrarca <laughs> at 593K, 107.3 round average there, Pato. See, that's that's not easing on into it. He's played pretty much all season. Um, how's his run home? Um, that, just quickly, if you, if you used your final trade on trading Petrarca to Jack Steele two weeks ago, you're a fucking idiot. Um, that's all I'll say about that. So I'm not going to start any more Twitter wars. If you know, you know. Anyway, Petrarca, yeah. I mean, this is money time for Melbourne. They've actually dropped a few games recently that they probably should have won. They'll be concerned, Dano. There is real concern in that Demons camp. Teams have worked them out. Mm. And I think if you if you do the quick sort of coast-to-coast Richmond-Collingwood sort of uh, game style, you can pick them apart pretty easily. And not let Stephen May get that sort of run in the air uh, and they've struggled with that lever as well. So, um, yeah, I think Petrarca's got to play really big like he has the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think he'll go sort of 115 plus on the rest of the year at least. And we know his ceiling is as high as anyone's um, if he really gets off the chain starting this week against a depleted Carlton midfield, like he could get a matchup like Will Setterfield, or who I know is not named, but he will probably come in for Patrick Cripps. So, um, yeah, he'll feast on that matchup, Dano. Yep. Next one we've got, it's going to be via defensive DPP if you've got it, and that's Luke Ryan at 564K. So he's got 128 three-round average, 119 five-round average, Pato. Um, I was hot on him at the start of the year, fucking sputtered it up at the start, but now he looks like he's come good. And this is the Lukey Ryan that I knew could play for the fucking Frio Dockers, the Dokers, the fucking Dokers. Yeah. yeah. Luke, Luke Ryan is someone that goes on these like sort of six-week runs randomly every now and then. Um, but then you have a couple of lockdown rolls in a row and you think, oh, fuck, like that's why it's not a good uh, good option. But he's got the Eagles and the Giants in the last two weeks, Dano. Um, and mind you, Josh Kennedy after a lazy eight is no longer there. So... He'll be able to pick off whatever the fuck he wants if they manage, if West Coast managed to get it sort of into their forward 50. Um, I I like it. Um, four weeks in a row now. So he's gone 128, 128, 110, 146, which is quite Yum. a nutty run. Um, I can see him going 110 plus on the rest of the year as well. Um, but I think the added bonus of looking at a Luke Ryan is the fact that you can swap Jaden Short into your midfield, so your M8. And if, you're, if your bench is looking at anything like mine, which is really good, um, surprisingly, if you've got a Noah Cumberland who might have a really good week this week or an Elijah Holland coming off a 116 and you've got a bench guy that's not playing, uh, you can loophole Jaden Short 
Um, you can't really loophole him with Cumberland, obviously, but if you, Hollands is the perfect uh, candidate here. Um, I'm spilling. I've got three bench midfielders named, so I can't even loophole it myself. Um, but it is a play if you like, and James Short has looked pretty fucking pass lately, Dano. So mm. nice little added bonus there of being able to pick your M8 score. So, yeah, I don't mind look right. Yeah, anyway, we'll look at some fight. Oh, fucking breaking news here, Pato. Breaking fucking news two minutes ago. The round 21 mark of the year nomination has been picked in as Connor Rosie. Fuck oh, off, AFL app. Fuck up. I don't want to see that. I want to see the Crips appeal. What the fuck? Anyway, uh, 550. You know what's worse? It's fucking, fucking Connor Rosie. <laughs> I hate. Anyway, uh, 550k and under players. We'll start off with Paddy. Uh, Paddy's fucking fuck me dead. Pado's choice of the DPP rucks, which is Rowan Marshall at 515k. So obviously you'd have to have some form of DPP there. Maybe a Josh Dunkley switches to the middle for you, and then you can bring in Rowan Marshall. But he's at 119 three round average with no Paddy Ryder. Uh, got a nice run home against opposition rucks there, Pado. Um, yeah. What more do you like? This is my number one option for this week, Dono. Um, Fucking knew it. I've got I've got 70-odd K in my salary with one trade left, um, and it kills me because I'm going to finish with a 117K salary. And it always seems to happen to me. But anyway, um, whatever. Rowan Marshall, I think, can go 120-plus in the rest of the year um, starting tomorrow night. Um, I think he'll tail up big Oscar McInerney. And then he's got Sydney in round 23, and that could be like a monster score. Uh, so I really like it. Um, we have to watch out for Tom Campbell. He hasn't been named this week. He's an emergency again. Yeah. Hopefully the Saints can at least win this week and give themselves a chance at making finals next week so they go balls to the wall. I think they'll drop out and I think the dogs will move in to that spot and Richmond will hold their spot in the eight. Um, but there's a lot to play for still. So Marshall rucking on his own um, could go large next, uh, sorry, tomorrow night. And um, I think this is your number one option for, for Patrick Cripps via DPP. Um, I'm going to move a Will Brody into my midfield and can't loophole it. Um, I could do something crazy and put the Hollands on field, but I, I can't see myself doing that. YOLO. Oh, Cumberland could uh, could get Hawthorne. Mm, got another update now. They're off to deliberate, Pato. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so we'll know in half an hour. Well, it could be a quick deliberation. I don't know. But they said that it's not without its complexities, this one. So hmm, maybe we might see a reversal. Interesting. Um, anyway, the next one is Chad Dick Pick Warner at 543k. <laughs> so he's had a bit if of you attention. Know, you know. He's had a bit of attention both on and off the fucking footy oval. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're going into that big black hole, aren't we? Yeah, fucking that drop box hole. Yeah, fucking oath. Anyway, he's in 2% of teams. He's got Collingwood this week. Um, as we know, don't really tag. And then he's got the Saints at around 23. Might get a bit of attention there, might not. But, yeah, Pato, discuss Chatty Warner for me and not his form on Tinder or in his Dropbox files. Or Grinder or whatever he's into. Well, anyway. Uh, yep. 
you know, we're, we're into love. Love is love, whatever whatever <laughs> floats your boat. Anyway, um, <laughs> Chad Warner has had a bit of attention in the last couple of weeks, um, which is super interesting, but he has had the most CBAs out of any midfielder for the Swans. Um, he dropped 104 against North um, with Jai Simkin attention and the Giants. Who did the who run with the with him from the Giants? Dano? I don't fucking know and care. Ah, oh, so so <laughs> Dano's given up on the Orange team. Yeah, um, I want, I want the Orange team to against tank. Them. I want to, I want him to tank and get a better draft pick, and then we'll just rebuild again. Uh, isn't it been a, anyway? Um, yeah, so he <laughs> dropped a six nine there, but the four before that, as as we all should know, one fifty five against the Bombers, one hundred eight against the Dogs, one forty eight against Freo, and one ten against Adelaide. So, I think I think he'll go massive this week, Dano, against the Pies. Fuck, that's going to be a good game, hey, Dano. Mm. Um, and then the Saints. I mean, if the Saints are eliminated from finals this week. They probably won't tag, and if they can still make finals, they probably will tag. So it's around twenty-three watch there, but I can see him scoring about two fifty in his two fixtures, um, and maybe it's a one forty odd against Collingwood and a one ten against the Saints. So um, I really like Chad Warner, um, a really big POD as well. This is probably someone that won't be in your opposition's mm. teams yeah. in your league. Finals, um, and that's the appeal. I'm still not 100 sold on Rowan Marshall. Um, my cash league opponent doesn't have Rowan Marshall at this stage. Um, obviously, we won't see who they are trading in until the round starts. Potentially, I mean, fuck, St Kilda played the first game, so I've got to make that decision pretty quickly. But um, I could definitely reverse that and go with Werner. Werner, <laughs> he's just gone to Germany. Um, Chad Warner, <laughs> I could definitely still go Chad Warner. Yeah, yeah, and that's would it be Werner because he's German? Yeah, it was Timo Werner. Yeah, he's German. Yeah, yeah. Werner. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, it's good. Yeah, no schnitzel, no scheisse. Anyway, <laughs> we got Tom Hawkins up next at 520k. He's our last one on the run sheet. Uh, he's got Gold Coast and West Coast, coast to coast, right there in the last two 109 three round average. I tell you what, Dano. He could go Bruno. Nobody's Mars. talking about nobody's talking about Tom Hawkins as an option. That yeah. last two is ridiculously juicy. We 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 spoke about this earlier on in the season when people were asking about Jeremy Cameron, Tom Hawkins, and we were saying the last two games are where it's at. No, and I said finally... Tom Hawkins will score more than Jeremy Cameron and it has happened. Yeah, and we were also talking about the like they had that awkward touch. Yeah, but the last two were like, oh, fuck yeah, finals time. Yep. So, yeah, we're here. We are finally yep. here. Yep. Um, and I'm not ruling this play out either, Dano, honestly. Um, I think Sammy Taylor's one of the best young defenders in the comp. And I think he goes to Jeremy Cameron. I think Tom Hawkins gets the second guy, and I don't even know who that is. So, At the moment, never do I. Um, it might be Himmelberg. Actually, no, he might even be playing forward. Fuck. Oh, it'll be Keith. It'll be Keith. No, the Suns. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Yeah, no. You're talking about Sam Taylor, and I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, that's what I said, isn't it? Yeah, he's the Oh, giant. Sam Collins. Sorry, not Taylor. Yeah, and I just zoned out. I'm like, Sam Taylor? Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, they're, um, they're both brilliant young defenders, by the way, but I think Cameron gets the, the Collins matchup, and I think Tom Hawkins is free to get... 150-odd yeah, against the Suns. 
yeah, he'll fuck them up. Fuck and then, I mean, West Coast, round 23. Ugh. I mean, down in Geelong. But what more is there to say? He could he could crack 200 in that game. So, Ugh. Actually, do they play early on in the week? That week, the too? only slight concern is every few weeks, every couple of weeks, it seems like someone new is getting uh, managed from Geelong. Um, the fact that there's a pre-finals buy and that he's playing this week probably means that it may not happen. Yeah, doubt it. In terms of a rest before finals, um, but yeah, just just be mindful of that. But I think he's fine, and I think he'll go very large. Well, mm, if they win this, no, nah, they can't. They can't afford to. They need to try and finish a game clear. They want first. They want. Yeah, first. and I mean, if 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 he's getting managed, it's well before now. I think, yeah, he's not going to get, he's not going to miss two weeks in a row before finals because you just lose too much of your match sort of sharpness. So I think, yeah, keep an eye on late changes because he can still be a late change because mm. Geelong will love a late change. Yeah. Um, including Blitzabs last week after a, being managed as a late change, which was would have been annoying if you're a Blitzabs owner. Um, but if named, I, I really like. Tom Hawkins to go like 280 for the rest of the year, 280 on two games. It's actually juicy as fuck. You could technically VC him in the last round too. Jesus Christ. Yep. Fuck. Yep. Ah, we'll go to listen to questions. Imagine, imagine winning a fucking cash league final on the back of uh, a Tom Hawkins 180 as a VC against the Eagles. Mm. Mm. Wonder if Jay's listening. Again, he's in first, first place. He is. He is. Yeah, I don't know if he's used his last trade yet. Actually, you know what's you know what's crazy? There's someone in ninth. I don't know how far back they are, but they've got four trades left. Fuck. And that's that's someone that could use all four. Bring in a Hawkins and someone else this week, and then whatever next week. Imagine if they got one trade boost left. Do one trade this week and then three trades in the last round. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty nutty. <laughs> anyway, we'll go to listener questions. We don't have many this week, Pato. Go to Facebook first. So we've got Pantella saying, okay, serious question. What are Will Good's chances of winning the Brownlow if he plays now that Crips is suspended? Fucking shit. I still, I still do not believe that Will Good exists. I will believe it when I see him get a disposal on the TV. Will Gould. Will Gould. We don't talk about ghosts in this podcast. See, that's what I mean. I don't think he exists. He's been named. He's been named, Pado. Yeah, on the extended bench. He's not playing. <laughs> uh, we've got Liam saying, zero trades left playing Elijah Holland's fuck Paddy Cripps. That's not a question. Could be worse. <laughs> Could be worse. Some people could be fielding a Mitch Owens or Morris Rioli. Motherfucker, um, uh, that's me. Yeah, see, Liam, it could be worse. Yeah, um, it's I mean, Holland's is coming off a ton, and from all accounts, I didn't watch the game, but it looked decent from from what I've read and, and listened to. So, yeah, it could, could pump out a 100 for you. Well, he's already done it. But, but that's also why you hold your trades. And use your bench... 
well, your fucking boosts and whatnot, but I didn't. Um, okay, go on to Twitter now, Pato. Let's see what we got on the Twitter sphere. Do, 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 do. Okay, so I've got on mine again, Pantelis. Do I use my last trade on this legend? And it's Will Gould. Um, no, Scobie, the Scobie Bryant says, In your clearly professional opinion, what's shocked you more? Is it A, Kane blanking after the Spurs went marching in? Marching in. B, Carlton surprisingly not winning the flag after being having touted to have won it in May, or C that I still write in every fucking week. Um, I mean, it's a little bit surprising that Kane blanked. Although I cannot wait to see the second big thing in Koulibaly shorts, um, in the shape of Harry Kane, um, who's going to keep him in his pocket this weekend. So. Um, F-O-Y-S, that's fuck off you Spurs um, You're going to get beaten this weekend Okay okay. You got any more questions? Okay. Uh, yeah, no I, Just how our FBL teams went uh, What'd you score, Pato? So, uh, where's the tab? I brought it up I fucked off Kane yourselves. I, I wanted, um, so I I wanted I, that Harland I wanted that Harland price rise And he's fucking fixed I scored good, so. I scored just the 57 uh, last week. Yeah. Um, I had both Tony and Mitrovic on the bench, so there's 21 points that I missed out on. Um, but that's okay. Um, I knew Harry Kane wasn't a great option. Um, yeah, not not doing a transfer this week. I'm going to roll it over and just reassess. I've got many cash that... A lot of people are jumping off, Dane. I don't know why you would before Everton at home because um, Everton are in shambles and Matty Cash could well even score or assist in that game. Um, started Rodrigo, who scored for me, and a lot of people said I was a fucking idiot for starting him, um, but also started Marcus Rashford and Man United are a mess at the moment. So yeah. we'll reassess that one after this week. But um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm pretty happy with my team still. A lot of people jumping off Gabriel Jesus, which I think is a little bit crazy. Yeah, that's and, dumb. Um, yeah, I, I reckon Luis Diaz will bounce back and have a nice big haul this week against Crystal Palace. Um, yeah, there's so many people get really reactionary in FPL and just think, oh, I've got to trade, I've got to use it. When sometimes a better play is just to, to roll it on, um, especially after game week one, and just reassess because I've done it before. I've like, you, you think all preseason and oh yeah, like fucking so happy I've got Marcus Rashford and then he blanks and oh fuck this guy off and then he scores a brace in, in game week two and has fourteen points and you you spew him because you traded him out and then you 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 stuck chasing your truck chasing your tail. So mm. I just think you've done your research, you've backed yourself in, um, give it another week. Price I people put a lot of thought into the price changes and I don't get as reactionary over that. I, I'd rather just reassess what I've got because, you know, you jump off a of Gabriel Jesus or a Matty Cash for that example and, and they score and then everyone jumps on them that wasn't on them and then the price goes back up. Like, I don't put as much stock into the price changes. Um, you're saying that I got a Mitrovic price rise and I think Tony went up as well. Don't know if I'm not mistaken. Probably. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not too... Yeah, not too stressed about that. Did Kane go down a second time? No, nah, he's just still 11.4, but Harlan's up to 11.6. Okay. 
I really hope that Kane blanks again against Chelsea. And then I'm probably going to jump on him for game week three, maybe with the wild card. So that's that's what I'm thinking because the, the fixture is really good for Tottenham after that. But um, anyway, I, I got a no, I'm happy with my pointer. I got 65. Uh, 60 what? Sorry. 65. Yeah. yeah. Um, I probably should have fielded Sanchez overboard in goalkeeping, but that's all good. It's all G. Um, but my, most of my points came from um, defense, Pato. So I had James with a seven. Cancelo with a seven, Diaz just, with a six. Just quickly, just quickly, I'm a mad Chelsea fan. Got up, watch this game live. Boring as fuck game, by the way. So thanks, mm-hmm. everything, you twats. Um, Reese James didn't look good at all. I don't know how he got bonus points. He got a yellow card as well. And I woke up and found out that he got bonus points. I'm like, for sure, yeah. he's going to get like a two. Um, got the clean sheet, but got the yellow cards. So just take the two, whatever. Found out he got bonus points, and he didn't look good at all. But anyway, that's, I'm not complaining because I'm an owner. Yeah, he got a seven. Um, Diaz got a six. Trippier got a seven. Um, Mo Salah, fucking captain, sick. Saka from Essen, um, Essendon Arsenal. Pretty much the same shit. Um, Leon, Leon Bailey was the only attacking threat for uh, um, Aston Villa when I was watching. Wasted. Don't know why I stayed up and watched my team get absolutely belted, but anyway. Um, that's pretty much it. And then Kane and Gabriel Jesus up front, but now I've changed Kane to Harland. So yum, yum. Yeah. And I'm benching James this week. He's on the bench. Yeah, I'm doing the same. Um, so this is no doubt when he scores. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I'm just going man. I've actually got heavy. him in my second second spot in defense. I've got Tony uh, ahead of him on my bench against United. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're not called the Supercoach co-captains for nothing, Pato. <laughs> now we're talking FPL. Every week we yeah, give mo- you guys... Mo- oh, hang on, 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 hang on. Hang oh, on, we got another update. Breaking. Oh, it's fucking Ken, Ken Hinkley news. Who gives a fuck? God damn it. Uh, we're not called the Supercoach co-captains for nothing. Every week we give you guys VC and C options to set your team apart from the rest. So, Pato, let's quickly plow through these Friday night. St Kilda versus Brisbane. Marvel Stadium. Who you got in this one? Um, Mo Salah. You're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> no. Nah, um, don't mind Jack Steele or Lockie Neal in this one. Jack Steele, Lockie Neal, the rhyming duo. Um, what about yeah, Rowan Marshall? Rowan Marshall. There we yeah, go. Rowan Marshall. No Sinclair? Can't do it? Feel like he gets... Oh, no, Brisbane don't tend to... Uh, I don't know. I I want to say no because I haven't owned him all year and I'm annoyed at myself about it. Okay. I'm just going to double-check something uh, with someone in this game really quickly. Um, we've only got seven minutes left in this fucking thing. Oh, no, he went shit. Never mind. Anyway, Saturday. <laughs> Western Bulldogs versus GWS Giants. The dead rubber for the Giants. Not a dead rubber for the doggies, so we can see a big, a big super coach game, I reckon, from the doggies in this one, Pato. Yeah, agreed. This could get real ugly for you guys. Um, yep. just quickly, Steph Martin has been named for this game, so Tim English owners beware. Maybe even loophole him if you can, if you've got decent cover. Um, but it's hard to VC him even. But Jack McRae has a really, really strong history against the Giants. 
155 earlier this year and 140 last year and 133 yep. the year before. Yep. But his CBAs are down, so that makes it hard to trust. Um, Bonham Pally has an okay record against the Giants, Dunk. Um, but could get some attention. Dunkley is the form guy, but he's just as likely to play forward pocket and get about two CBAs all game um, because that's the way that um, that fuckwit operates. So honestly, I don't know if I like anyone in this game. Uh, maybe Himmelberg as a VC. I think um, that could be a sneaky POD VC if he plays in defense. Um, and a VC, you can probably afford to take the risk. The dogs do concede lots of points to intercept defenders because right. they just sort of bomb it in and hope for the best and their forward line isn't great. Let's plow through these, Pato, because we've got like five and a half minutes left before we're shut off. So, Rory Adelaide. Adelaide versus North, Rory Laird, bang, not Ben Cunnington. LDU. LDU, there we go. Okay, so the, the Suns. Or Sorry, not the Suns. Walker. The Suns. Oh, I don't mind the Texan. The Suns versus Geelong Cats at Metricon Stadium. Another took, took, chugga, chugga. Big red car. Tom Stewart to bounce back. Ooh, okay. Or, Don't... or Tom Hawkins. Yeah, Tom Hawkins is very juicy in this one as a VC. I like I like that. Um, you don't like the took? No, nah, I think he gets blitz abs for attention. That's a fucking weird and interesting matchup. Anyway, we had a Melbourne versus Carlton. Clayton Oliver. Yeah, Oliver's the obvious one here. Um, yeah, they'll try and put someone on him, um, but it'll be someone that hasn't tagged before, and I, I think Oliver will go nuts. So, this will be my. See, I mean, I can VC, VC him VC. and look at someone else later on in the round, um, but I, th- I feel like I'll be taking Clayton Oliver's score. Yep. That's fair. Um, Fremantle versus West Coast Eagles at Optus. This has got to be a fucking Andy Brayshaw show, surely. Wow. Interesting you say that, Dano. Um, Jackson Nelson has <laughs> Jackson Nelson has come into the team and he tagged Brayshaw out of the game last time they played. And I don't know why West Coast would bother with a tag, um, considering the situation they're in, but it is a yeah. derby, not derby, derby. Um, so you never know. Um, but I would be steering clear of Andrew Brayshaw. Uh, what about your boy? I've forgotten his fucking name in defense playing McGovern's role. Luke Ryan. No. Playing McGovern's role. Russ. Yeah. Russ. No. <laughs> the, ball, the ball's gonna go straight over his head about 47 times. Uh, uh, for a goal. No playing through Sunday, Richmond versus Hawthorne, MCG. Nank. Nank Curvis. Nank. Big big boy's done. He's cooked. Yep. Yep. Um, do, 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 do. Don't want anyone else in that game. Chad Warner. That's the next game. Sydney Swans versus Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, Chad Warner. Dick pick. Yep. Okay. Don't um Nick Dacos. Whoa. No, 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 no way, mate. This no. he's getting 40 this week. I will I will, I he's I getting Ryan was... Clark this week for a 40. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeky Isaac Heaney? No. Nah? No. Mm, well, I reckon. You know, I find it funny as soon as I traded Heaney out or whatever. He um he's come good. <laughs> yeah, fuck Isaac Heaney. Oh, Jesus Christ. My my Luke Parker actually is a decent one as well. 
Yep, yep. Essendon versus Port Adelaide, last last game of the round. Parish. Parish. Yep. Don't like a kind of rosy. Uh no, maybe a wines. Wines could have a decent game going head to head with Parish. Yep. Yep, cool. Okay, we've got two minutes left before we cut off Pato. And I'm gonna quickly have a look at whether they have deliberated. They have not. It's still about Ken Hinckley remaining at the helm of port in 2023. So fuck off, Ken. It's at P-A-T-T-O-S-C-C. I never asked for your fucking Twitter handle, but whatever. (laughs) Just get in early. (laughs) My Twitter handle is at D-A-N-E-O-S-C-C. So you have anything further to add? (laughs) Roll your trades in FPL. Just just give your squad another chance and uh, reassess next week. Yes, fucking hell. Oh, from us at the Supercoach Co-Captains, I'm Dano. And I'm Pato. And this is our signing. The fuck off. Free Paddy Cripps.